Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Building Bodies, Strengthening Minds. My name is Steve Warren, joined as always by Joe Sabusco and Tony Greco. And I'm praying, because I forgot to hit the record button a moment ago, that they're not going to have me killed after the program. But it is great to see you, fellas. Joe, how are you? Good. Yes. Excellent. Good. Great. Day. We're laughing. We're laughing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm laughing at you, Tony. Laughing <laughs> at Steve, and I like that center side, by the way. Thank you very much. Yeah. They certainly had a big week, right? Like they're Great big team. as we're recording this. That is, you might be watching this two years from now, but uh, certainly to start off their 2023-24 uh, season, Claude Giroux was honored with his 1,000th point, and you've trained Claude Giroux since he was in the womb, yeah. right? In the womb, uh, I, I think 17 years. Yeah, always oh, 17 years. Okay, not quite that long, but uh, yeah, you were part of the. Uh, the big ceremony and that uh, they put together a nice video for Claude Giroux. They gave him the silver stick for the thousandth point, And then they put up on the big screen, this uh, video of all the people that are in his life. And there you were number three saying some nice stuff. So that must've been a, a neat moment for you. Yeah, it was very nice. Too bad I couldn't have been there, but my phone was blowing up. And then I, yeah, so was your head. <laughs> and, uh, I texted a few friends. Oh, it was nice. I, it was actually very well done. So the auto yeah. centers did a great job. Uh, and I know people asked if I was actually reading that. I wasn't. Uh, honestly, the the uh, videographer, Ben, great guy. I actually did that in five minutes. When you have, you know, great stuff to say about people and you mean it, I think comes out uh, very quick. And yeah, it was great. So I was happy with it. And uh, I'm happy for Claude. Joe, happy for you too. I'm sure you got my text. Oh yeah, I got text on Sunday morning. <laughs> check number three, check number three. What the fuck is he talking about? I look at my phone, I click in, and I see number three. Okay, so I see one guy talking, then I see another guy talking. I'm expecting, you know. Yeah. All of a sudden, I see this guy. Yeah. I said, holy Come fuck. on, man. Yeah. You liked it, eh? Fantastic. I love it. <laughs> it was good. It was so good. what I had to do, Steve, I had to renovate a bit the studio, as you saw. Yes. I had to get rid of our 36-inch door and right. install an 84-inch door. Eighty-four. My head's not that big. Big head of his ever since that <laughs> jumbotron. Ever my head's that not head. that big. Oh, it's big, Tony. What's the best exercise to support a gigantic head? <laughs> <laughs> and then he hits us up with this one. So last <laughs> week we went and eat. I don't know which restaurant we were at. Yes. Um. So a buddy of ours, Gino, mm -hmm. he was with us, and you know. Gino loves to argue with Tony, right? Oh, we saw that in episode two, two and three. three yeah. Loves it. Just fucking, he he lives on that shit. So anyways, they're arguing, they're arguing. So he tells Gino, how many how many diplomas do you got? Right? So this guy opens up his phone and pulls out like 16, 17 diplomas. This guy here. But yeah. <laughs> well, whatever, fuck. Yeah. I've never seen so many in my life. I don't even have one. Right. I barely have one. Right. Steve, barely have one. Regardless. So yeah. it started with that. Then he said, look into that app. What app was it called? Wasn't that yeah, app called? That would be the artificial intelligence app that's sweeping the nation, Chat yes. GPT. Yes, so, that's it. So people out there, just type in Tony Greco. Yeah. I so was that, shocked. Oh, yeah, you were. Fine. I was. I didn't know. I didn't know. I'm serious. Like, I, I, I heard about it. That's why people were telling me I just put it, Tony Greco for this trainer. And it was incredible, the stuff that came out. I was like, wow. Malatina. And I showed Joe. I'm serious. Malatina. I had no idea. So but now that 84-inch door is not big enough. That's <laughs> yeah. oh, a fucking change that door well, again. Man. That's no way. I mean, pull it out. Pull it out and read it. Oh man, I'll read it. Now. They kept actually the good listener kept just punch it in. Yeah, yeah. To see how fucking look how long that list is. It was you know what I couldn't believe they. I don't know how that works by the way. I really don't. But it was amazing information because uh, 
it was good. I mean, I was happy with it. So it's that's great. How is that information amazing? I don't know. I for just a guy like it, me, how can I use that information for a guy? Because well, like if you're, I guess, if you're looking at, you know, who the guy is and what if you if he's training one of your kids or yourself, you guess, you know, you get you get to see his accomplishment. Yeah, I guess. It's basically whatever is out there already on the internet. On If you Google search Tony Greco, whatever's out there is what chat GPT draws from. And right. so when you ask it a question, hey, can you write a commercial for Tony Greco's or Greco Fitness? It, it will draw from all that and right. uh, and and do things. Now, it, it's it's a little more, it's just a more elaborate version of Google. Is so what it makes does. a summary. Exactly. Yeah. Of what it picks up out there. Yeah. That's how. Great. Mine, it says nothing. Oh, it's just a black screen. No. Well, we're going to, I'm going to get, we, 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 well, type my name. You'll find nothing. Joe Sabusco. Yeah. I'm going to set up a Wikipedia page for you tomorrow. No, don't. Joe Sabusco, Lionscape, podcaster, yeah. uh, man about town, all that stuff. Yeah. All right. <laughs> we should jump, we should jump into the subject matter. Was there something else you wanted to, did you want to bust Tony's balls any further? It's going to be the whole show. Okay. Good, good. Okay. We got a good show today. We do? Oh, fuck. Yeah. I see that chair is empty. What's well, going we're on? Gonna have, we're going to have a guest after Charles Shacknow, good friend of ours. Charles is coming. Yes. Oh, nice. Yeah. Charles is talking guy. about the. I like him. Yes. He's going to talk about uh, just his uh, obstacles and his, the yo yo effect, you know, because, mm-hmm. you know, people lose weight, gain weight, the reason why they do that. So it's important because there's a lot of people that yeah. that happens to, right? And yeah. he's successful at that. He is very successful. At the yo-yo or at the... No, I mean, he's... Listen, some people lose it never and always gain it back. Right. I mean, but he loses it and knows how to lose it again and stuff, right? So that's... It's important. He's going to share that with everybody. Yeah, he's rolling of the devil. Yeah. Here he is. Charles, come on in. Charles just coming in right now. Charles is a big boy. Talking about uh, weight loss and obstacles and all that stuff. So come on in, buddy. All right. To the miracle of editing, Charles Shack now has just appeared as if by magic. Uh, Charles, a longtime friend... Of the Greco Empire, yeah, uh, you've been years. Yeah, fuck again with the empire. I 19. know. I, I, I got to change that door again, now. Guys, got to stop it. We <laughs> went from thirty six to eighty four, and I got to double it up. It's a big fucking head to. You're going to cost you a lot of money. Yeah, it's, it really is. It really well, is. Thank God, fucking Charles does windows and doors. Charles, I need a about a ninety six inch door right now. They make sure. Greco's head. <laughs> Charles, how are you? I'm good. Excellent. What's yeah. what's been new with you? You're you're back on the fitness bandwagon. I understand. I've never gone off the fitness bag okay. bandwagon. Good. I've gone off the the dietary part of it many times. Right. But the fitness, I never in 19 and a half years, I never stopped the fitness. No matter what, even when I gained a lot of weight back. Right. My weight just goes up and down. It's yeah. just a pattern of my life. I'm a mood eater, and uh, it's an eating disorder. Hmm. You know, it's, uh, I don't, uh, I don't make myself, I'm not bulimic or anorexic or anything. It's, it's an eating disorder hmm. and it's, uh, it's hard to explain sometimes. Right. Well, I mean, it, I mean, in the big picture though, we want to, you're here to help us have a, a great conversation today. We want to talk about your story and then the fitness side of things, but uh, today we want to talk a little bit about, um, framework in your life yeah i think a lot of people struggle with that in their lives and, and maybe this is something you know that all four of us uh deal with to some degree but you wanted to talk a little bit about just getting organized you know if you're if you're floating from one thing to the next in the course of your day uh, that generally doesn't pan out for people so maybe a word from you on uh, on on framework and getting organized and understanding what it is you want yeah so i was talking about it because framework makes the dream work right 
And what I mean by that is that there's a lot of people, and I'm just sharing kind of my experiences talking to people, is that, you know, they're financially very successful. And it's like they, I don't know what they do, the th why they do the things they do, meaning that they increase their stress levels. And part of it is because they're not organized. Uh, they're scattered. They're, they have no plan. They have no framework. It's like, why are you doing it for, right? Like we all get approached, I'm sure every single one of us on different things that we can do, we can invest, we could, you know, go forward. But it's like, at the end of the day, it's like, like, why, you know, like, why are you doing it? Like, why, why do you get up? Like, why do you do the things you do? You know, and, that, and these people are financially pretty secure. So it's like, I think, you know, just talking to people that have been very successful, not just financially, but just in their managing their own time. And Charles can watch for this because it's like you do the things that make you happy. And those things are like, you know, you realize like, you know, going to play hockey, like I play, uh, uh, you know, Wednesdays and Fridays. And it's like the phone is done for an hour. You know, you're not going to go to it. You got a bunch of guys that you're having fun with. You, you know, there's the odd kind of obstacles, but you're friends when you get off the ice. But that one hour is like so much amazing therapy because you're not using the phone. You're not chasing. Someone's not calling. You're not you're like, I got to do this. So, sorry, I got to go. I got to do that. It's just, it, it's just, it's crazy. And it's like, at the end of the day, for what? Or someone calling, hey, you want to invest in this? I got an opportunity for you. But it's like, why, why do you want more stress on your plate? You know, like, you know what I mean? Like, it's like, and then if you're not organized properly to do that, then the stress levels are so high again. And, and, and that's why it's like, I've been seeing more and more and more of that, you know, like, I don't know why people do the things they do. I'm talking people that are financially very secure. Like, you know, Charles, you know, we're talking about Gino here. Right? <laughs> no, no. It's, well, well, Gino's, but I'm just saying like, I don't understand why, why, like why people do like, for instance, if you're worth $15 million, do you think an extra $10 million is going to really make a, a change in your life? I mean, you could buy a Ferrari, you could buy whatever you want. Like, why would you want to go to that next level? Because there is a price to pay, like the stress levels, you know what I mean? So if you're whatever, 50, 65 years old, why would you want to go to that level and not live the rest of your life? Because you can't predict the future. You create it. You can't buy time, right? You could value time. So why would you want to do that? I don't know. I'm just throwing it out there to our listeners. Like, why would you want to do that? I'd love for them to share the response on YouTube. Uh, it'd be interesting. Like, what is it? You know? Right. So I just see this. I see people just lost in thoughts. And then when I talk to other people that don't even have a quarter of that, it's like, oh yeah, what'd you do today? Oh, I went to play hockey twice a week. Well, how can you do that? How can you get away? Well, you can get away too. You have more money than me. Oh, I was surfing with my friend, uh, you know, uh, on the, the water in the summer. Oh, what were you doing? So, oh, I was doing this. Not like, why? Like, I don't know. I mean, that's what it comes down to, right? You know, life and, and play and all that and, and deciding. And, under, and identifying what's important to you, right? I think a lot of people don't even take that step. What is important to me? Once the job is done, once everything's paid off, once I get enough money for retirement, what is important to me exactly? And that's and if you want to go really big picture and go really deep, you start thinking about, okay, I need to understand what I think the meaning of life is, right? Yeah. So that's that, that, there's a lot to that. Charles, let's start with you. Like, Do you, do you feel like you have a good work-life balance? Yeah, I have a great life. I have a great life. I balance life... Uh, you know, I, I go away for the winter. Not many people my age, mm -hmm. you know, I'm 60 years old. Not many people do that. Mm -hmm. And uh, I exercise no matter what. I don't miss the exercise. And I have a pretty good life. Do you feel like you've got everything fairly organized? Because that's mm -hmm. sort of what we're talking about too. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Things are organized. Work has changed, evolved since 35 years ago that I started. And uh, 
my my business has changed, but uh, it's all all for the better. Good. Yeah. How about you, Joe? I can't complain. Yeah. Like, look at him today. I mean, I'm mean, easy going. He, I, I like you. I mean, he left his like job today with what? How many dump trucks going or seven? Seven. You know, because well, I committed, right? I yeah. have a commitment. I committed to a time, and I made sure I was here. Right. Right. Yeah, it's, we're still talking about Gino, right? <laughs> well, not any, no, it's just, yeah, I mean, we're just, not just Gino, but just a lot of people in general, I find, are running. Yeah, but Gino, you know, mostly we're talking about right now. Well, yeah, I mean, of course, Gino's always up there, right? Front poor album Gino. up. Poor Gino, right? <laughs> no, not for Gino. Yeah, that's true, because he's not poor. <laughs> Gino's not poor. Yeah. yeah, it's true. Gino's a stiffer. He's not poor. <laughs> Okay, so let's use me as a guinea pig because I am busy and I and I do have a lot of projects, right? I got a I got a 2019 layoff and uh, changed the complexion of my professional life, and so I'm doing about ten different things: running communications for the city. I have a podcast company. I host a bunch of podcasts. I, I'm the site editor for the Hockey News. I'm doing a lot of things, largely because I think there was a sort of a situation you you lose your job and you're like, okay, I'm going to figure something out here. I'm going to and and so saying yes to everything, trying to do everything, go everywhere, and uh, and I and I and I can back that up. There, you know, you you start to lose that line between work and life, and uh, yeah, I mean, it's a I, what you're talking about is a real thing because I'm I'm a living testament to it. I'm telling people, no, I can't come play hockey tonight because I got to do this, and uh, it's 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 overscheduled. It's sometimes disorganized. And uh, it is something I need to address. Yeah, I mean, we listen. I think no one's perfect, but you could see the imbalances and the obstacles every day. Like reminders, everybody's got a phone. You can set reminders. You could set your schedule. Uh, you know, you could rate your priority of emails. You have to get answered. Uh, you have to answer. Like some people start their day early. Mm -hmm. You know, and the best time to answer emails is five o'clock in the morning. If you do that. I'm not the guy because I don't really have to answer a lot of emails, but if you answer emails from five till nine, that's it. Then you make it a goal that the next day, you, you know, the ne every any business transactions will be on the next business day. But at least you got now nine to whatever, three, four to do whatever you want to do. do you, you know what I mean? Like it's just prioritizing things as opposed to scatter everything. And, and, and that's why people in high positions have assistants, have coaches, have, you know, whatever, because they need it. They obviously need that. But mm -hmm. Technically, with the technology and all the resources we have out there, it's just a matter of getting organized. It's is is so important. And what do you value? Yeah. You know, what do you value? And and I know a lot of people. You know a lot of people that yeah. obviously don't value time the way other people value because you're not getting it back. You know, they say, oh, you know, you like live life, but you live life every day. It's the time that you put into that life every day that makes you happy. Because if you don't value that time, then you're going to be scattered all over the place, right? But time is running out. You can't stop it. Yeah. <laughs> How many days left? Well, the average person lives to 74 healthy. Think about it, right? They can do this quick math. So let's say the average person lives to 74, okay? Technically speaking. And I'm not saying that maybe after 74, you won't be healthy, but you know what I mean? You're going to see a doctor maybe once a week. You can't maneuver properly. You're still living. Like look at my parents. Like my dad's 86. I mean, and my mom's like 83, but I don't really consider they have much of a life because they just get up in the morning, they, you know, have a coffee together, they might take a light walk, and then they're downstairs, upstairs, downstairs, they hope for their kids to come over, family to come over Sunday, like they don't really go anywhere. 
it's, I mean, what kind of life is that, right? Well, it might be what makes them happy. It, it, Maybe it, it's not your idea, but. It doesn't, it doesn't. The point is, is that I'm sh- I know they're still living, you know, and, but people at the age of 74, if you calculate the hours up to now, the yeah. age that you are at the age of six, 74, you know what I mean? That's a good way to say, wow, I only have whatever, 3,800 days left. So if you start putting those jelly beans in in that glass and you start taking one out every day and you see it going down, maybe that's what it takes because people need to see it. Yeah. So everybody thinks they're going to live forever. They're going to be healthy. And, you know, I always say like there's the outer world and the inner world. The inner world is the one we get caught up in. We do the stuff we do every day. We forget about, you know, the things that make us truly happy. The outer world is guys like Joe, Charles, that see and say, hey, Tony, you know what? Like, you don't understand. Like, you're burning out. You're doing this. You're doing that. I don't see that because I'm in the inner world. Mm-hmm. But I'll never forget when I was competing in the martial arts and I was in the ring and I was fighting. And it's like my coach was standing on the outside of the ring and he used to say, Tony, you know, you you have to do this. You, you, you When the guy moves and in my head, I'm like, you know what? Fuck this. You do it in my head, right? You think you're good. You come in. That was the mentality. That's the mentality that everybody that's lost in thought has because we're trying to go, go, go every day and we forget about, hey, this is people that are seen uh, from the outer world telling you what you should and what you shouldn't do. And if true friends are true friends, you usually want to listen to them and just absorb maybe one or two things and try to apply it, see what happens. That's all I'm trying to say. You know, maybe it's it's good to listen once in a while to people that care about you on the outer world because they see things different. To some degree, it's a bit like decluttering, right? We all know what it feels like when we clean out the garage, get everything organized. You feel lighter, right? And to some degree, decluttering your schedules, the same kind of drill. Once you've got a schedule, all your reminders laid out, um, that's helpful too. And it, and it actually buys you time, right? And that's what we're all kind of looking for in the, in the work-life balance, trying to find the time to do things, to go to the gym, to, to do whatever, um, whatever makes you happy exactly. And so I think the, the decluttering factor, like I think about when I'm doing a to-do list, you know, and you, you cross everything off as you go and you feel fantastic as that, as that list gets smaller and smaller. And, uh, it's called OCD. It could be that too. It could be that too. Yeah. But, uh, you know, just, it's, it's, I mean, you're, you're going to buy time for yourself if you get yourself organized and have some sort of life structure. Yeah. And that includes like fitness, right? As we move into your world. Um, in that you're doing some great stuff in the gym. And uh, so I'd like to get back to a little bit to that conversation. Yeah. And and you guys have been doing this for what, 17 years? 19 years. 19 years. And where were you at the start of this thing? Like in terms of how you felt uh, physically and mentally. Awful. Yeah. Yeah. I was, I mean, I found Tony by fluke mm-hmm. through a friend, a mutual friend at the time. And, uh, and it, you know, like everything that's going on in your life, Whatever's going on, good things, bad things, when when I would exercise, I was a different person. Mm-hmm. I was a different person. And and uh, uh, the phone's away for that hour, you know? Yeah. You know, and you're, Tony and I, it's a social thing for us too. You know, we talk, we yeah. shoot the shit, you know, while we're working out and uh, and get a good workout in it. But you just feel great after. Like, yeah. you just, it's... Unless you do it, you can't explain it. You go, yeah, you can't explain it. You feel great. You know, it's like if you were ever a runner, I used to be a runner and I, I remember I would run five miles a day and when you're done that run, you feel so good, you know? And this is the same thing, but on steroids. <laughs> well, we're not on steroids, but but you know what I mean? Like it's just that that 
rush, that feeling that you've, what you've accomplished and you feel it till the next workout. So it's, uh, you know, it's with you till you, till you come back to the gym again. So, and you haven't mastered the old nutrition thing, right? It just sort of up and down a little bit. I know what to do. It's just getting your head, you know, it's just, I'd love to eat. Yeah. You know, for uh, the viewers out there, they have to understand that Charles, I don't know how big he looks on this camera. Charles, a monster. Hey, Charles is the Hulk Hogan of Manitech. Yeah. He's got big arms, big legs. He's yeah. a tall man. Yeah. You know, so. And dense muscle, because what people don't thick. understand is. He's solid. Yeah. 19 years of working out is a solid foundation. Foundation, you know. You, you can't see. fucking, you can't move this guy. No. It's like a block of cement. <laughs> yeah, but it's just, you know, this you can move. You can jiggle this a little bit. <laughs> yeah. But but that's, yeah, it's just. There's some fat on Mr. Greco here next year. Yeah, don't well, hit yourself. Right. Yeah. Not all the one bread thing. Bread. Yeah. The one thing Tony taught me the first exercise, the first time I came out that July 26th, I was 41 years old. It was 19 and a half years ago. And he said to me, 80% is what you put in your mouth. You can exercise all you want. And he's so right. Cause I've done it when I'm eating really strict, the weight comes off. I feel great. Uh, when I'm not eating as strict, the weight goes on. I mean, it's genetics too, right? Yeah. You know? Yeah. I don't know. Joe and I were talking about it one day. Joe said, you know, as much as it bothers you when people make comments about, you know, your weight, is it bothers me when people make comments about, oh, you you know, you should eat more or whatever. You know, Joe's the opposite of me, you know, as far as he can eat whatever he wants. He drinks Coca-Cola, you know, he eats what he wants and his weight's never going to change. And that's a lot of it genetics, you know, so everybody wishes for something that they can't have. But uh, well, what do you do at that moment of craving? I'm sure that's part of Charles' deal. Like it, something so delicious is at the dining room table or whatever is presented to you, and it's just so delicious. And that craving, like, how do you fight it, Tony? Well, I mean, it's tough. I'm not going to lie to you, but I like think, you do. You know, well, you, yeah. You know what? I think what, what I I'm going to preach what I do is how bad do you want it. You know what I mean? It's like that's really what it comes down to. You play those images in your head. How bad you want? Like example, I'll use me as an example. Let's say someone said, "Hey, you know what, Tony?" Uh, we're going to pay you whatever, half a million dollars for the front cover of the next fitness billboard in New York yeah, City. Wish. No, but it's true because that's what motivates you. you got to use those tactics. Well, you know I'm going to count everything. I'm going to be very strict. I'm going to get ripped up, right? Am I going to do that and live like that? Probably not because I know the sacrifice mm-hmm. uh, that it requires to do that because with every cause there's an effect. I mean, and um, but even and, your day to day, you're in great shape, and you obviously are making good choices. Yes, nutrition, you can't overdo it. Yes, you can't overdo it. See, but Tony can turn it on and turn it off. That's like that's, this. I mean, he's we've spent a lot of time yeah. together. He's come, you know, we've spent vacations together. Tony can go and eat like shit, and I've watched him. And we've gone to he's come to Florida. We went one night. We went to P.F. Chang for dinner. We ate a big Chinese. Then we went for pizza after. You know, but he can get home from those. Surprised you didn't do that ten thirty run at the Dairy Queen. <laughs> yeah. We've done that too many times. We've done it many times. But he could he could come home and just turn the turn the switch like this. Mm-hmm. I don't have that same. You know, I can't do it like that. So if you like say you're going clean, you're eating great for say two weeks and then you have a you kind of fall off the wagon does it keep going long term so always to the following monday got it you know okay. the diet always starts on monday so it's not a one cheat it's like keep yeah. going okay yeah that's the and i wish i could just have that one cheat yeah and then turn it back but it's i'm all or nothing you right. know i don't think it's i'm not i'm not a nutritionist or a health guru like <laughs> like this guy next door but i don't think you should deprive yourself from having what you want right 
right? No, you shouldn't. I mean, I think you just got to make better choices in moderation and understand what those choices and the outcome of those choices will cause. Like Charles and I, right now, we'd have a nice cigar. That's what we would have right now is a beautiful cigar. Or a smoked meat sandwich. You know, (laughs) because we got you next to us, we can't like the stogie. Well, you can do whatever you want. You know, you know. know, Today, that's the environment. Everybody, oh, you know. Well, how bad? You're going to fucking die anyway. Yeah, but how bad? How bad? (laughs) (laughs) Good night, everybody. There's the show. (laughs) What's that? I said, good night, everybody. There's the show. You're going to die anyway. It's the truth, man. I mean, come on. You know, it's like, you know, our parents, they deprive themselves from living because they have to save, 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 right? All our parents, right? They deprived. They've never seen a nice restaurant. They've never seen, you know, uh, a good vacation. They've never seen great clothes, you know? Why, why would you want to live like that? I'm not saying go out there and be a hog, but there's nothing wrong with, you know, splurging every once in a while. Yeah, I think right? that's what it comes down to, cheating, well, right? You have any odd cheat, Dave? Uh, it's, uh, but in Charles' case... call that cheating. But in Charles' case, it keeps him rolling. Like, if you have it once in a while, but he, if he had a cheat day, he keeps going. A little too hard on himself. Okay. Because Charles sees himself. We don't see Charles the way Charles sees himself, you know? Complains that he's fat. I've seen fat people. That's not a fat person, right? So, I mean, sometimes people, uh, I, I don't know how to say it properly, but people, they tend to see what they see. It doesn't mean the real people see what they see. Oh, no question. We're hardest on ourselves. Absolutely. Like he, you know, like, I, oh, I'm not coming to eat tonight with you guys. You know, I got to, but, but fuck Charles, I've seen, I've seen fat. You know, I've seen fat, and that's to me is not fat. He's but, a, but he's a big. But when boy. I'm on, when I'm on, Joe, I I don't want to be. I don't want it, the temptation. Yeah. Right. And when I'm not on, I'll go. You know, wherever you want to go. Right. But and again, unless you unless you have that in that's your right. way, you don't know what someone's going through. That's exactly. It. I know this one person, a young person in her fifties. She passed away. She got cancer and passed away. She always looked after herself. She was so healthy. Mm-hmm. And what did she do the last few, you know, weeks of her life or whatever? She ate poutine every night. So you know? imagine she deprived herself till the end. Yeah. Isn't that sad? Yeah. This is what yeah. I'm saying. But that's why you have to be happy. Like, and one of the greatest gifts we have is the freedom to make whatever choice you want right. to make. If you want to make that choice and you're happy, then just be happy eating whatever you want to eat. But if you're not happy then that's a problem because then you live every day. But unhappy. why isn't that person not happy? Because they don't peer like pressure. what they see in the, no. That's peer pressure. No, no, that's not true because people look, first thing they do in the morning is they kind of look at themselves in the mirror. A lot of people, right? You take, you get in the, you know, you take a shower, right. you put your clothes on. If you're not happy because you see the memories of the past right. on what you could be, no one's going to be happy being overweight, Joe. I think everybody should wake up in the morning. Yeah. Okay. And tune into a hospital bed. Well, like now you could put a hospital bed on camera. Tune in. I understand what he's saying. I understand what you're saying. That person that's in that bed. Yeah. And say, you know what? Yeah. So what? I got a bit of a muffin roll on the sides. Right. But I could have been that guy in that bed. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But that's, well, that's why there's two things that motivate people. One is pain and the other one's pleasure. So that's associating thought patterns to that person. It's like someone saying, hey, 
don't leave me alone today. I had a bad day. And you say, you think you had a bad day? Let's go into the fifth floor of the, the Ottawa Civic Hospital. You'll see how much of a bad day. And all of a sudden, your thoughts change. You're like, holy shit. Someone says a worse day than me. But, but that's that's the but human people, behavior. People forget. Don't get to notice that until you bring it to their attention. But I'll tell you one thing. I'll tell you one thing. It it's uh, I can tell you unequivocally that when I eat healthy, I feel much better. Mentally, right. physically, mentally. And and when I eat shit, you kind of feel shitty, yeah. you know. But I do feel much better, and I don't know why I'm not in that zone all the time because I do feel better, and I know I do. I and, just love to eat. And the behavior is different too because usually shitty foods have crazy chemicals in there that have a huge impact. Like we talked about on our previous show, the gun health. Like you're putting all these chemicals. It's like people take illegal substances have a huge effect on their brain, right? Well, it's the same thing with food. They just get away with it. You know, look at the sugar content in some of the foods. You keep eating that sugar, 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 sugar. Well, it's going to have a huge effect on your brain. There's all sorts of studies they do with rats of illegal and legal drugs. And, you know, I mean, like the ones that are illegal cost a lot of money and sugar is free, but sugar is worse than the illegal drugs. That's the effect it has. So imagine how much abundance of just sugar than other forms of sugar. That's going to take a toll on your brain. There's all sorts of stuff on that. That's why death, we talk about it. Yeah. White death, white sugar. And I like the reference to the hospital bed. I think it's, uh, you know, that whole concept of, to quote the Tim McGraw song, live like you are dying. Um, but at the That's same- That's very good, Steve. Thank you. But at the same time- You know that song? No. It's a great country song. <laughs> country music. And there you go. There you go. <laughs> but uh, I think, it, I mean, when you think about that, like if you throw caution to the wind and you don't pay attention to nutrition and you never exercise, chances are you're going to be in that hospital bed sooner than you might have been otherwise. Yeah, I right? believe that. Like, I agree with Charles. The, the better, listen, the better you feel about yourself, the better things you're going to do for yourself. Okay. So how many, how many um, jelly beans I should put in my uh, fucking, uh, what? My bowl. Well, I mean, looking at your lifestyle, <laughs> but you know what? You're one of those guys that maybe you might outlive all of us, you know, and say, oh, I told you guys so, I did this. No. Yeah, but if you, I'm just saying in general, it's all about, the way you feel. And right. there is all sorts of studies that like when you eat really good, you'll feel a lot better. Uh, and and that's and that's the thing. I'm not saying something can't happen, but at least you're going to be a lot happier. You don't do it. But at the end of the day, I think stress is the biggest factor mm -hmm. in why people are sick. Well, they we yeah. overload their body with stress. Yes. How to eat. That I agree. How to not eat, how to exercise, how to dress, how to color their hair, how to wear their clothes. Yep. I think people today, society today, is overstressing themselves. No, I think yeah. burning their brain completely out, and that's when the sicknesses come out. Yeah, yeah you, I agree. You've talked about that before. With you know, without getting into the, the the deep science on it, if you have stress in your life, your immune system is in shambles. Yes, yeah, totally. And that's 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 a big one. That's why you you can be stressed out. Go to the gym. I use the gym effect where you can lift three hundred pounds. All of a sudden, you had a super stressful day. You can't lift 100 pounds. Mm -hmm. Your whole nervous system is shot because your brain is is holding on to so much tension. You're weak going into the exercise for that that reason. It's happened. All sorts of – you could see it. You could see it when everybody comes in. You could see it in my own self. If you had even a little bit of a bad day, you're not, you won't be able to lift the way you lift. And it's like, okay, what the heck's going on here? Right. This is weird. So imagine how that translates into your overall life throughout the day, you know? So I totally agree. The stress is – I think people should learn how to manage that first before they get Meditation. to where 
get into everything else. Here we go with the bush. Meditation. The bush again. You in the bush. Meditation. Well, an exercise. Uh, meditation. Uh, you know what? Putting the phone away, uh, listening to new age music, yoga, uh, going for uh, even swimming, walking. Walking is a big one in nature. Like it's 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 amazing what walks. So that girl did a retreat. That girl that we yeah. had on the show. Did the you gosh. did you end up going to that retreat to the Tony? The last one that you did. The last one I did it, but I am going to take you to her, to a yoga class. Oh, yeah, I can't wait to see. You that. should come with us. Right on that. Yeah. Seriously, you're you're <laughs> with me on that one. Thursday night yoga. Yeah. Well, um, no, what did you call it? Hot yoga. Hot yoga. Okay, so explain uh, to me what's the difference between yoga and hot yoga. Well, if you like the heat, uh, more relaxing on the muscle, more. It's called Florida. <laughs> <laughs> but more blood flow, you're just in a good state of relaxation. You got to like the heat. It's like some people like going to the sun, some people don't like the sun. I love the heat. So if you love the heat, you probably will enjoy the practice because you're just chill, you're relaxing, and a lot easier to move. Yeah, you know, better blood circulation because you're warmed up. Okay, so it's a big room. It's a big room, and then it's and it's, it's at what temperature? Um, it all depends on what most teachers like. I like at hall, like probably like eighty, you know. Okay. Uh, but I mean, it all depends what what most instructors. We're in Canada. Do. What's eighty? Well, eighty would be what twenty five. Twenty five. Yeah, it's not bad. So okay. twenty five, twenty six, not that bad. And then it'll get warm because obviously you'll you'll uh, you know. You'll start getting that body heat as well, too, right? So you do yoga and stretching, Tony Record. Yeah, of course. <laughs> okay. I do a lot of things, <laughs> So he's telling me. does yoga and stretching. I do a lot of things. You yeah. teach it. I used to teach him. I'm a So, Charles, you weren't there last week when we went to the restaurant, eh? <laughs> when uh, when, when uh, Gino was arguing with him, right? They were arguing, and he was telling Gino, what the fuck do you know? You know, and then Gino goes, well, what the fuck do you know, right? So that this guy pulls out all his diplomas, like carries his diplomas on a phone. That's a good question. Like, who does that? No, no, that was. Do you have your diplomas on your phone? I do not. Do you? I don't have any diplomas. You're like me. I love you. That's why I love you. <laughs> but who I, does that? They're, cert they're certificates. Okay. Okay, but who does that? And they're on a different album. That's it's why because if you ever board. lose them, because if that you ever board was changed, Tony Greco. Because if you ever lose them, they're on the phone. Because if you ever lose them, they're on the phone. Okay. <laughs> So we finally, we found ourselves in the yoga world and, uh, and Tony's uh, certifications and all that. So, uh, see, I'm trying to change, I'm trying to change some of these guys to kind of bring them into our world, you know? Yeah, it's called brainwashing. It's no, called a cult. Tony wants to do cult. Now I get Charles to do that nice yoga, but I'm trying to bring Joe in there. Gino too, we're going to do some yoga. I to see Joe in there. No, he's going to come. Yeah. Seriously, I'm going only if I all of them. I'm not going to you. Well, should, see, here's the thing. As the outsider, as the guy who's kind of just sort of steering the ship on this Are thing. Are you coming with us? Uh, no. Um, <laughs> but here's my observation that you bring up. Everybody's stressed, stress, stress, stress. Tony provided the solution of yoga, and you basically go, I'll fuck that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> see? Yeah, but okay. Salt, here we go again. Charles, you exercise once or twice a week, right? Twice a week, and it's... Brutal. I hate it every time, except for the feeling after. It's brutal. It's never, there's no easy workouts. It's, it's torture for 45 minutes to an hour, but it's the best. I'm addicted. So after you feel fantastic. Yeah. But two days later, how do you feel? I'm sore all the time, but it's a good sore, See? Joe. It's a good feeling. I, I love it. I mean, that, that's not the problem I'm looking to solve. Right. It's, I'm looking to solve the stress problem. Right. You know? 
the yoga is fantastic. You go into this hot yoga class, you know, you throw yourself there, you stretch your legs. No, you don't have to even do that. You can sleep the whole class. Perfect. So why would I pay someone to go sleep in their class? When because I sleep at home. You want me to tell you why? But my, my you want tell you why? fucking 85. You want me to tell you why? <laughs> you want me to tell you why? Go ahead. Because you're going to listen to nice music. You're, you're putting that framework. Nice you music. have to relax. You ever hear that the, music? No, Trump? listen. The, the, the lights are dim. you got candles. So you're going to have no choice to like kind of feel like you're kind of Relaxing, we're at home. I know what you're going to do. You're going to have an espresso with uh, Bailey's. Like a nice cigarette. Yeah, you're on Netflix. And there's my yoga instructor. <laughs> right? See what I mean? Joe, do you God. exercise at all? Do you do oh, it every fucking day? I wake up in the morning. It's an exercise. What's the matter with you? Mind you, he's worked. Look at this. Sure. I got a six pack. <laughs> Not because I work out. You know, I'm, I, I work physically every day. Yeah, different no. kind of work. Different kind of. Work. I'm up, down, you're going, you're downstairs, going. downstairs. Yeah. Right you, know, one, you know, one good thing you, you you do is you don't sit like most people do throughout the day. They sit a lot. You don't sit a lot. You're active all the time. Yeah. And when I sit, I thing. slouch. You see, I have, I have the worst posture in the world. Like, so why is he stressed, Tony? I don't think he's stressed. You're not stressed. He's got. Oh, you're stress worried level, about other people. His who stress, are stress level on a scale of one to ten, I would say, guessing probably like a three. Not very that that not that high. Okay. He's, he's actually very good on uh, deflecting. So stress. maybe you should be the de-stress guru. <laughs> Tony's more stressed than you. <laughs> so I'm good. I erupt. <laughs> my thing is I'll explode like a volcano. Okay. But it's none. Okay. It's like a tropical storm. That's it. It's done. People, they carry that lug, that ship like luggage. They carry it with them day in, day out. They're, you know, they get, they, they get into a situation where they get stressed out. And you know what? It it ruins their whole day. Mm -hmm. I, I don't do that. Event. I blow up. Right. You know, I'll let you know that you're fucking pissing me off. You'll know. But after half an hour, it's done. The, the, the clouds are gone. The sun is out. And you know what? We'll have an espresso together. And that's it. The day's done. I, I don't carry. They don't carry the load. No. And that's the problem. People carry that stuff with them. Yeah. So you'd be a big fan of those, what are they called? smash rooms or something where you can basically go in they set everything up yeah. for you like vases and things you can go in and just absolutely hammer everything with a sledgehammer or kick everything around. you can destroy the room that not that kind of venting just yelling a bit stick because, martial arts just yell out the kiat and then that's it i just like to scream that's it you know like i'm uh, primal scream therapy yeah huh there's a, there's a course for everything eh? right <laughs> there is a course for everything it's all about money <laughs> eh Charles it's, it's, eh it's $140 you come in this room and you can yell fuck I should open up that business <laughs> just you never know screaming love it yeah. I love it are, are you buying into this Charles <laughs> the scream therapy no, but this, so the listen the, the stress affects <laughs> people differently yeah um, and that that is a key thing because people hold on to it yeah like you said People have different ways of, of getting rid of people going exercise. People need to talk to people. You know, it, it's all part of like every individual is different. What works for you is not necessarily going to work for somebody else. Right. But you take the little things first. It's process of elimination. Okay, I take daily walks. I take, uh, I started meditation, uh, taking deeper breaths. I, you know what, I'm taking an hour to myself throughout the day and I'm doing this. Um, eliminating myself from this uh, area and I'm doing this. Like, you know, it's just pro and if and slowly but surely along the way, most people are very uh, supportive on uplifting spirits. That's what we do, right? Oh yeah. And and that's I mean, you can look at your personality compared to somebody else's personality, and because no. everybody's different. Right. So that's why people need to do the things that are out there that have worked, and then you know 
even ask for extra help if they need it, right? I mean, Dr. Jeff Perron, I mean, he had some good things last week that people can do. And like all he did is I think one of his strengths was actually listen. Did you notice how good he's a good listener so he could absorb everything you say and then turn it positive? I mean, that's his whole skill set. Obviously, he's a professional at what he does. But you could see you could warm up and kind of talk and don't be afraid to talk about things. Right. Half of the population sucks at listening. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. So that's, and that's part of being a great uh, clinical psychologist and that you've got to listen. Yeah. You can't just, uh, you know, hold court, obviously. And uh, I thought he was amazing. He was oh, really good. Like a great son. Look at him. Yeah. Absolutely. He's absorbing everything quietly. He's analyzing. Stealth. He's analyzing. Yeah. Stealth. Love it. All right. And I'm analyzing where we're going for dinner after this. Nice. What are we eating tonight? <laughs> well, it sounds like we're ready to wrap things up, I think, when we get down to it. So we covered off today. We uh, we spent some time with Charles on his fitness journey. Yeah. We talk- we'll get him back on because he's, uh, he's uh, you know, we always set numbers and stuff. So, uh, but, you know, it's, the thing is, like, again, setting a number is just something that adapts in your mind, but just- What do you mean setting a number weight-wise? Well, setting a number weight loss, like, you know okay. what I mean? Because people want to see a number, and I know, you know, we've had- different things, different videos we put out there. But those things are just like incentives. Mm-hmm. But really, like Charles was saying, like he knows what to do, how to do it, when to do it. And every day, A, he's getting better and better at it. But one thing that he does, he's consistent on the workout. So that's a big thing, you know, because working out makes you make a better decision. If you don't work out for a week, you're naturally going to eat, uh, you know, not the greatest. That's, right. That I can tell. Well, he wants to go to dinner right now, so yeah, let's make sure yeah, we make some good choices. He'll make better choices. Good choices. The the when you when I'm eating healthier, I don't feel as strong, but I feel. Um, it, let me reword that. When I'm eating healthier, or when I'm not, when I'm eating the carbs, I can lift 300 pounds. <laughs> you know, no problem. I, I, you know, my strength is there. When I'm when I'm not uh, eating the carbs, when I cut down on the carbs and I'm eating really clean, um, my cardio is better. Uh, you know the cardio part of the workout is better, but the strength isn't as isn't as good. Right. Yeah. I guess that makes sense, right? Yeah. You get the carbs. Good stuff. Well, again, so well, we talked a little bit with Charles about the uh, weight loss journey. We also talked a little bit about uh, structuring your life better and a little de-stressing discussion mm-hmm. as well. Absolutely. And uh, any final thoughts before we go, Tony? Well, I just I think people out there that are listening, I I think they should take. I don't know what level they are in their life. But I know that a lot of people are going super fast. I think you should take the time to take about, you know, 5, 10, 15, 20, half an hour and really make a list of your daily disciplines mm-hmm. that you need to do to better on what it is that you're doing on a regular basis. I think we could all use that. You know, it's like that extra lesson where you get called in the room where we think we know it all. And it's like, let's really stop, put the brakes on, and let's see what, what it is that we really need to do. And what know? we want. Yeah, and what you want. And then you, you you prioritize everything, right? What is it that you want? You know, is it this? Okay, what are you doing to get that? Is it, you know, better relationship? Is it the more money? Is it a better health? Is it like changing jobs? What is that? Like, it just, you know, kind of like we all did it. We all kind of spoke about it, but just a reevaluation. Let's, let's put the brakes on. Let's evaluate. Let's reset the wheels again and then go forward. You know, I think it's good to do that every three, four to six months, you know? Some people might have to do that every day. We know those kinds of people. You know, I think we're all pretty disciplined. We've all admitted what we do and what we we don't do and how to how to get through it. But 
I think it's important for everybody once in a while because I just see it in my business. I see people come in. I see where they're at and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And then when I go around, I talk to people. And I think that's what it is, just reevaluating, you know, because people need to do that. How's the landscaping business at Lionscape? Is everything going well? Fantastic. Good. We're still, you know, we're still plucking away right now. That's good. Do you ever reevaluate what you want to do? No. Landscape? Why not? What what is there to reevaluate? Well, what is it that you want? Nothing. I'm good the way I am. So you're happy. Absolutely. You want nothing else. You're good. What do I need more? I don't know. You tell me. I got a great crew, great clients, great friends. Yeah. No, Beautiful. No wonder you're not stressed. What do you need more than that? Yeah. Honestly, what do you need more than that? I, I, you're in a great place then. Oh, that's good. Maybe that's why you're not as stressed. He's the luckiest said. guy in the world right well, there. I wouldn't sound not stressed. Obviously, everybody has that. I just think that, you know, you can, you can blow it off as fast as you can receive it. So if I had a magic wand right now and I can give you whatever you want, what would what would you I want? I want to be Tony Greco. Yeah. Oh, who doesn't? No, what huh? would you want more? What would you want more? That's it. What would you want more? I'd, have, I'd be Tony Greco. So what, would, what would you really want more? With what? If I had this magic wand, I'd say, Joe, tomorrow you can have another machine, another backhoe, you can have a million dollars. You can, what, what would you want? Would it be more money? Would it be more? What would it be? What, what would you do different? I, I think I'd be, uh, I'd educate myself a little more. In what area, okay. I think? In everything. Okay. Just educate myself. I'd, I'd probably stay in school longer. All right. Okay. What about you, Charles? What'd you do? What'd I do? Yeah. Okay. Magic wand. You could have whatever you want tomorrow. And whatever is it that you need, what is it? What would you, what would you, what would, what would change everything tomorrow? Where you'd be like, you'd be one of that, you'd be one happier. Nothing. Nothing. Another guy is in a great would place. Like, everybody would like financial security where you never have to worry about it again. Yeah. Well, that's bullshit because even the rich people worry every yeah, day. Yeah. They worry. Yeah. There's a lot but more of them. I don't worry. That's that's what's crazy. That's what makes mm-hmm. me think is uh, like about the finances. More all our f- friends that we know that are very very successful have the most issues. Is that crazy? Well, the money has become the, the pursuit of money has become almost an addiction. They can't turn off. What do you call it? Uh, the what? Uh, you have that saying of Tony Greco saying money, oh, chasing money. Oh, no, no, don't chase money. You know, be the best version of yourself, and those things will chase you, right? So, mm-hmm. no, no, evil and uh, oh, money is the root of all evil. Yeah, well, money's the worst master, but the best slave. See, he's got he's got them all. Well, because go. some people rely on us. Some people need to see more dollars and more zeros, but with that comes a little bit more issues and more problems. You know what? At the end of the day. And you can only eat three times a day, right? That you fill up that bank account, you're going to end up in that box. It's a box. It's a wooden fucking box. I don't care how much money you got. That's where you're going, in that box. Now, you decide you're going underground or in a wall, but at the end of the day. Yeah. You can get those ones with a really nice silk inside, though, too. So you're the, do you really see a shit with that interior. No, he even dies. Listen, he with the most toys still dies. We get that. That's the whole purpose why, you know, people need to know, like, you know, and eliminate all those little things that lead to those problems to health and all that kind of stuff. That's what we're trying to get on the show. We're trying to get this message across that people It's like, what, what is it that you truly want? What makes you truly happy and how to get it? That's why I go back to those daily disciplines, practice them every day. And I can guarantee if people that are listening, if they do three weeks of this exercise, write five things that are important to you. And every day before you end your day, you have to fulfill one of those tasks to lead towards those thoughts that you're doing. I guarantee you in three weeks, it'll change your life. See, it's easy for us to say, but a lot of people that are listening are like, wow, that's that sounds interesting. Watch what happens. 
because people say it, but they don't follow through. That's the problem. You know where the best ideas are kept, right? In the graveyard. You need to follow through with what it is that you're trying to do and write it down. You hold yourself accountable, but it's an exercise. It's like people saying they want to work out, but they don't go in the gym and work out. Mm-hmm. Saying is one thing, doing is another. Do it. Don't 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 sh- don't show me. Do it. Uh, thank you, Charles, for being with us. Tony, great thank job you. as always. Joe, great to see you thank as well. You. And uh, thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for being with us today on the Building Body Strengthening Minds podcast. We'll talk to you next time.